is beautiful Sometimes it's just plain hard That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You are good timing with the good timing buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the show. And we're having fun. We are the good timing buds, even in bad times. Happy as a clam. We, uh... We've got some stuff to talk about in this uh, episode. A lot of you probably already know, but there's probably a chunk of you that do not. Uh, it's a dark, dark period for Oregon Life State. ain't always bad. No. But it's a beautiful ride. It's a beautiful goddamn Struggles make you stronger, including Beaver Nation. And the changes make you wise. See? Yeah. And happiness has its own way of taking its sweet time. Could be five seasons. Could be Trent Bray. Let's go. Always beautiful. Tears may fall sometimes. Life ain't always beautiful, but it's a beautiful ride. Let's go, Beavs. Let's go, Beavs. Gary, couldn't have said it better myself. And we, uh, yep, so again, for those of you who haven't heard, Jonathan Smith is out as our coach, and not only is he out, he ditched us like a bitch. He just dipped to East Lansing for Michigan State. We're going to get into all of it. Uh, not a good, not a good job. I will preface it by saying that everything that has come out since the day he left has all made him look worse, worse and worse. And every clip that comes out just adds to the pylon that Jonathan Smith. He seems Smith, so uncomfortable. He seems uncomfortable and he doesn't seem like he was there for the beeves at all. No. He seems like he was literally using us. To get. Quite a bit. Yeah. To get to something else. So, so uh, it's been it's we found out on Saturday. We got inklings right before the Civil War. Here's this did not help. Here's a thing that I think so I don't think there's one aspect of sport where fans and participants of the sport of all sport really tend to disagree on. Mhm. And f- Fans overtly think you should always be loyal. Yeah. And the people in the sport are like, loyalty is not a part of this sport. Like, it is a business. So it's hard for me to blame. Because Jonathan Smith has had already in his life probably six coaching jobs. Yeah. He played at Oregon State, but Oregon State was kind of the only place he could have played. He could He walked on. Yeah. But, like, he's from California, so Oregon State might not mean... I think we could say that it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean that much. But it just... When he opens his press conference of getting the job with, this is my dream job, this is my dream school. My dream town. My dream town, this is where I want to be. And then seemingly build your program the right way. Seemingly always has a good answer, Built play for one another, you know, like built a culture and a program. It felt like he was different. And he built, 
He built a culture of Beaver football that only a Beaver football fan would recognize. Yeah. Like, that, like you can see a good team and be like, that's not necessarily the Beaver cult. That team, the culture that he built is Beaver culture. Yeah. It's family. Every, all the players talk about how it's family. Yeah. Dom Toretto was talking about family. Family. So, like, it felt like he We're was... We're the Fast and the Furious of football teams. We are. And it felt like he was one of us. And it turns yeah. out he's just a fucking... Turns out he's just another coach just chasing another, dollar bills. Yeah. And, and it just hurts because he really did seem different. I saw somebody on Twitter. They put it in a way that just summed it up perfectly, which is in the th- three days, four days since he's been gone, immediately... Jonathan Smith is unrecognizable. Yeah. Everything seems wrong. The whole thing seems upside down, and he... His vibe seems off. His vibe seems off. He's got what appears to be zero remorse, and he left us a dog shit... It almost felt like... ...notes app saying goodbye to Beaver Nation without really saying anything. Bro, here... Like, I don't think... I don't know. Let me just say my thought, and then we'll... Unpack that. Okay. It feels weirdly kind of like when Gary Anderson left. Mm-hmm. Now, he just left in the middle of the season and was like, take the money, whatever. Yeah. But it felt like Jonathan Smith just like finished the season, got out of here, and just like, as fa- like he was running away from something. Yeah. Like he just like wanted to get out of town as fast he as cut possible. Cut and ran as fast as anybody could. And maybe that's because he knew the backlash was coming and like also I got to go start my job at Michigan State. Like, yeah. whatever. They didn't even make a bowl game. So he's. Gotta start cruiting. Yeah, cruiting. Um, but it felt weird the way he just like so quickly. Yeah, just dipped and left. That was and it. Now he's now it's everything. John Smith is Michigan State, and it's yeah, he's wearing Michigan State shit, and it's just the whole thing feels off. Gross. We found out that he basically broke the news before the Civil War. That's why we played flat footed. Yeah, it, that, everybody knew. Whether or not he had officially, everybody knew. Joshua Gray didn't play basically at a protest for Jonathan Smith just sort of shitting on the team and letting us down before the last Civil War before the for the foreseeable future. Allegedly, but we have seemingly allegedly, pretty good, yeah, pretty good authority on that. So, but it, yeah, and you could tell the team just came out and wasn't the defense. Defense shout came out, out hitting. Trent Bray and the defense. Yeah, shout out Trent Bray and the defense. They we kept them to their firing. lowest score the entire yeah. season. So Same that's with still, Washington. Yeah. But nah, then, maybe Washington might have only got like 15 against. Oh, yeah, they only got 15 against. ASU. Yeah. But. but held them below their averages by far. And um, our offense, it was almost strictly a pass game. Yeah, they like didn't. The play calls uh, were completely insane, but now it makes it a lot more sense. such bullshit. What also makes a lot more sense is the, the fake field goal. Game. Uh, Jonathan Smith was. I I was about to say caught on tape. He just said it. He just said it during an interview that this has actually been in his mind for a long time. Yeah, he said, it's one of those things where I did want to sleep on it one more night, you know, but in my mind, it's been a long time. It's like, what? So it's like, so basically, what you're telling me is in your mind, you've been checked out for a long time. Yeah. And it shows with us going eight and four with the kind of team that we have. Yeah. And, uh, it's absolute fucking horseshit. A lot of speculation is that after the UCLA win during that bye week, that's when the whole process started. Well, and yeah, that makes sense. You and got then a Arizona week went like awry. I'm sure they reached out to his agent, asked if he was interested. He probably said, "I'll talk to him during my bye week if I make it to that round of candidates." Yep. Probably during the bye week he interviewed, 
then they probably had to get to all their other interviews. And then, yeah, probably about the Washington State or the Washington week, he probably knew he was going. Yeah. We ain't done yet really fucking, fucking hurts to think about. Ugh. It's like, man, you only kind of meant that. Dude, and like we talked You're about You're like, it. we ain't done yet, but that was last year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. That was last year. And he's like, we ain't done yet. I got one more season, and then I'm out of here. And then I'm out of here. We're almost done. It's just a total slap in the face. It's not... If the Beavers are anything, it's loyal and dedicated to the program overall. And, the and like... We didn't, like, this feels so much dirtier than when Riley or Erickson or Riley again left. Well, yeah. I mean, so Erickson left for the NFL. How do you blame a guy for that? Yeah. Riley, Riley left and we kind of time, wanted him and then out. And the second so we were, time, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, all right. And then we got Gary Anderson and then it was like... And when Once we found out he was gone, we were fucking yeah. celebrating in the streets. Yeah, we were like, let's... Anybody. Give me anybody. We were all in for a minute. Yeah, and then Jonathan Smith took the most dedicated or fan no, we base. Were we were hauling. We were hauling for Corey Hall. That's true. That guy? He beat oh, yeah. Colorado in yeah, fucking did. overtime. We were like, yeah, this is the guy. And <laughs> we really did think that for a day. Yeah. Uh, but then Jonathan Smith goes and... To the most dedicated fan base through the most thick and thin. I mean, like, okay, to be fair, he did get us out of some pretty thick, muddy waters. Yes, he did. <laughs> he carried us almost almost to the finish. And then was like, nah. But I've made this analogy before, which is he basically was the guy who was working. He was our lawyer getting us out of prison. And we were making real good progress, real good progress. And all of a sudden, the day before it's time to be released, he walked us all the way to the gate, walked outside the gate, told us to wait inside for a second, shut the gate, and said, I'm going to Michigan State. Yeah. You guys we were staying here. We're on a sinking ship. It's got a big hole in it. And Jonathan Smith basically took anybody that has any knowledge of how to patch this boat, got on the lifeboat, and sailed did. away, and left us all there. Yeah. Now... That's what we were saying a couple nights ago, and it's still obviously very bleak. Just we're there's a decent chance we'll lose Aiden Childs. We already lost a bunch of staff, dude. I okay. So here, this but is I, but this is what Kevin's about to say is news to me. Well, this is why I think the Trent Bray. So it's basically confirmed that Trent Bray is the guy. Yeah, our defensive coordinator. Turn our defense from people, an absolute a dog A lot pile. of people keep calling him the linebackers coach. Like I keep hearing people say Trent Bray linebackers coach. That and right. I think he started as a linebackers coach, but when we fired yeah. Tibisar, yeah, he stepped in. He became the D coordinator, right? That's what and happened. never relinquished it. Yeah. So I don't know why I keep hearing people call him the linebackers coach. Yeah, I don't know. But I, but it's beside the point. I think naming him the coach is going to be huge in keeping guys like well, because hats off. To Damian Martinez. Yeah. Fucking shout out. Shout out Damian, Damian Martinez. Martinez for being a fucking rock and a leader. And a true beaver. And a true beaver. And look, even like the like the belligerent beefs guys said, even if eventually it all death settles and he can't stay for whatever reason, he is holding true like Yeah. He, I think for him to leave, he's going the he's going to have to leave. Yeah. Like I think they're gonna to where have, we will would yeah. even be like yeah we don't yeah. have a schedule like yeah. something like that like yeah. bro we got nothing yeah and I don't think there's any chance we have nothing so I think he stays 
And that is huge. And if we can get Bray, who has a relationship. I've heard a lot of people say that he's the defensive coordinator, but he connects very well with the offensive players, too. Like, he's young. I bet he connects and better than Jonathan Smith, for sure. To defense, yeah. I bet to well, everybody. Well, just to everyone, yeah. A lot of people have Everybody said, likes Coach Bray. A lot of people have said, like, it's kind of hard to get close to Jonathan Smith. I believe it. Like, he doesn't really let you in. Yeah, it's because he might be a sociopath. Yeah. Um... But yeah, everybody loves Trent Bray. And so I read on Twitter, let me I gotta find the tweet because what they said was pretty um accurate. high regards for Trent Bray. I don't know if it's accurate. They would know more than me. Yeah. Oh, also we stayed in the top twenty this week. We're number twenty. It. Yeah. So we were top twenty five all week. Yeah. All year. All yeah. All year. Top twenty five all, all year. All week, baby. And like, yeah, credit to Jonathan Smith for that. But uh, at the same time, um, I bet we could have risen higher on I some bet, of those yeah. games if he hadn't been checked out already. Oh, I think it was tweeted by B Recruiting. The Trent Bray would be an awesome Dude, pick. Yeah, he played linebacker here. Yeah. Another one of those guys that... He gets Beaver Nation. Yeah. Obviously more than Jonathan Smith because he didn't go to East Lansing. And he doesn't even really want to be a head coach. No. As far as we know. And so, and he still stayed and is willing to step into that role. Okay. So, there's my Beaver Blitz. All signs are pointing to Trent Bray to be the next Oregon State head coach. But as of right now, the process is still ongoing. Biggest groundswell of support from across the base, ranging from low to the highest money boosters for a specific coach that we have ever seen. Hashtag go Beavs. Let's go Beavs. Let's go. I mean, and like I said it, I think, last night, but what if Jonathan Smith was the red herring to we thought he was our savior, and he did help us quite a bit. Well, that's what the but Ducks... But what if Trent Bray really is our guy? That's what the Ducks kind of thought about Tagger, although that kind of that shine kind of wore off pretty quick. Yeah. But then they thought that about Crystal Ball. Yeah. And it turns out he's not a good coach. Yeah. He's a, rec- hell, of he's a, a hell of a recruiter, but he's a fucking tard on, like, coaching... Details. Yeah. They lost a game that they could have needed out because they ran the ball and fumbled. And then the Georgia Tech, <laughs> of all teams, got like a 53-yard game-winning touchdown pass. Nice. Like, he's an idiot. Yeah. And then now they got Dan Landing, who seems to be pretty good old ball coach over there. Pretty good old ball coach. But um, maybe, maybe Jonathan Smith... I Like, I... Maybe Jonathan Smith was just our bridge coach. Yeah. To get to when Trent Bray's finally ready to, because he's only forty one or something. Yeah, he's not old. He's yeah, he's pretty young. So and if like, he would have started when Smith did, he'd been thirty five ish. Yeah. Which I guess is how Dan Landing ish is. And I get. For some reason, Beaver fans call him Land Danning. That's fun. That's fun. I don't know like why they we do. Would do. Yeah, but every so I'm gonna start calling him Land Danny. Land I'm gonna Danny. try to call him Land Danny. I don't uh, know why they do it, but it's fun. So Trent, oh. what? we gotta look up his tattoo. Keep going. Are we still recording? Yeah. Um, so Trent Bray. Oh, so obviously we're all pretty pissed at Jonathan Smith, and like from where I'm sitting, he's dead to me. Oh, keep going. And, uh, like, I get, like, a lot of people make the argument about, like, yeah, the Pac-12 is super floundering and blah, 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 money, job, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I hear all that, but 
And I would have understood if he had left at the end of the season under duress or something. The way that he did it and the callousness with which he has conducted himself since the day he left, including his bullshit notes app, thanking Beaver Nation, kind of. Yeah. But basically going, thanks for making me feel good. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, he's dead to me. Me too. I just, I've got nothing good to say about the guy now. Another nice thing about keeping, if Dan, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to just assume Trent Bray is the coach. Another good thing about keeping Bray as the coach is he can be like, he left us. Yeah. Like, I'm with you guys. I'm here. And I think that's going to keep a lot of guys. Yeah, like, I'm in this with you guys. I'm ride or die. Let's go. We will work on NIO. We will raise as much money as we can. We will get you as much as we can. There's no more motivating. The Bees have already almost raised a million dollars in their uh, Beaver Dam Foundation that. thing. Yeah, like let, most of the donations coming in forty-four dollar increments. Yeah, because that was Trent Bray's number. Yeah, let's, let's go, go. Beavs. That's so sick. Like let's go. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I thought that this year there was a motivating factor about everything being fucked up for us. Well, and, there was, and well, there was, and but now there one still guy, is. Fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. And now that adds an extra. And that guy left us, and now we're really here to fucking play. Bro, there are schedule rumors. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this? No. There are schedule rumors that one of our games next year, at Notre Dame. Oh, ho, ho. Let's, let's go, go. dude. Let's go. Let's That's go. sick. That is let's sick. Let's go. That is uh, sick. Uh, yeah, that is fucking sick. <laughs> Let's go. Well, they've got to release it soon, right? They were kind of planning on releasing it with the announcement of the new coach. Yeah, so probably. We might be, ladies and gentlemen, we might be getting might a be look at our precipice. schedule we might get. Quick. We might get breaking news on the program. I think I need to have the app open for it to uh, show us the recording. Oh, look at Dan Lanning's tattoo. That's Dan Lanning's That's tattoo? That's his wife. What? That's the Oregon O. That, ladies and I, gentlemen, you're gonna just gonna have to look it up. Hold on. What? That's his tattoo. What? That's the worst tattoo I've ever seen. Well, but I think his wife might be smoking hot. She looks like she might be smoking hot. It's still a the, horrible tattoo. Look at the chest meat on that. I know. Is that well? And like, is that Pittsburgh? Yeah, he coached, he coached at Pitt. Pitt. Okay. He coached at Oregon. Breast cancer or what's yellow? I don't know, but to put the O on her neck, I think he really is <laughs> there to stay. Bro, he's weird, though. Well, he has everything. Yeah, that's his first I'm looking up his job. wife now. Yeah, I've got to. I, I think I think I like Dan Lanning. I mean, that's... He gives me weird... He gives me weird vibes. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. He gives me kind of tarred vibes. He does give me tart vibes. Like, he fucking looks down and fucking grins a lot. And, like, kind of has an underbite when he gets angry. He does get an underbite and when then, he gets angry. And then he's like, you talk with your helmet. Talk with your bats. <laughs> I mean, the way he smiles looks special. His wife's pretty hot. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah, see, he's kind of a tart. Yeah. He's a goofball. So, but yeah, like his wife's hot. Guy. That's an insane tattoo. Seems like a great guy. That's Seems an like insane tattoo, Good football though. coach. Only time I I put out a tweet the other day, there's only been one time I haven't vehemently rooted against Oregon. No, and rooted. They, yeah, rooted against them. Vehemently rooted against Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't root for them. No. I just didn't, the only vehemently, time you didn't vehemently root, root against, against them. them was when they played Colorado. Mm-hmm. The 
Second time ever will be next year against Michigan against State. Against Michigan State. Fuck I, those I guys. I won't root for them. Well, actually, in that game, I might. I might root for them to run the score up as high as they can. And yeah. if Dan Lanning's the man that I think he is, he will. Yeah, well, and the Ducks, we obviously hate the Ducks. Yeah. And that's just how it is. But uh, that's con- that's constant. Yeah. And so a betrayal is bigger against the bees. A like, friend of my enemy or an, yeah, a friend of my enemy is my friend, right? No, the enemy, enemy of my, my enemy, enemy is, is my, my friend. friend. Yeah. And in this case, Jonathan one Smith case, is the bigger enemy. The ducks always just suck, but they yeah. never stabbed us in the while well, they left us. They did what they had to do. But which, but they never actively stabbed us and yeah. left us drowning in the way that Jonathan Smith did. Yeah. In which case also, I'm going to be incredibly not conflicted because I know I whose side I'm I on. Th- I don't feel like that's Oregon's responsibility. No. To drag us along with them. No. It kind of felt a little bit like Jonathan Smith's responsibilities. Of yeah. Kind of a loaded well, especially word. Especially as a, as a, it's as a not, former it's, player. It's not anyone's responsibility to no. do that. But it's like, you got you recruited all these guys. You sold them on a vision. And again, if he did it at the end of the year and we had played like a real team the whole time, that yeah. would be one thing. And but if, the yeah, way in which it, he left felt so much more makes backstabbing. You, makes you kind of second guess the, everything. F- plays throughout the season and where your head was at and where your heart was at. And it's like why, getting cheated on. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah. It's like, and, and not just getting cheated on, but finding out they've actually, it, this isn't the first time. Yeah, it's been, they've yeah. been cheating on you for months. Yeah. And just putting a smile they've on. They've had like a side relationship. Yeah. They've got a second family. Yeah. and But acting like everything's fine. And like getting cheated on once. Like if you catch him in the act the first time, that sucks. But having it just happening, happening all the time, yeah. and you were just here, loving them, rooting yeah. for them, yeah, totally having their back, and they've just been out there fucking screwing somebody uglier, yeah. Like Michigan State, Michigan State, East Lansing, Dan Lansing, piece of shit. And I just, I'll never forgive him. He's he's not he's just not welcome back in Corvallis. No, and that sucks. I know that sucks because he he's from our best team ever. He would have been forever welcome. Yeah. He again like a statue. There was at least schematics for a statue somewhere on that campus, and I hope somebody found them and burned them quickly. Yeah. And those statues are going to end up being for Damian Martinez, and fucking Trent Bray. Damian Martinez went on Twitter today. I know. And tweeted out Orange Heart, a lock. picture of him. Yeah, the uh, emoji for a lock, and then a picture of him in Oregon State uniform. Dude. Like, baller. I'm telling you right now, I think I love Damian Martinez. I love Damian Martinez. Oh, and I don't I don't know if there's, I don't know if the belligerent beeves, like, know this for a fact or if they were just talking like we mm-hmm. do. Um, I mean, they're definitely more plugged in than we are, but they said... They were talking about how, like, Damian Martinez, when you think about the, like, history of the Beavs, mm-hmm. he wants to be the running back that you think of. He wants to be the best one. And, like, if that's true and he just comes back because he wants to be yeah, the greatest Beaver running back, like, when you think Beavers, you think Damian Martinez. Yeah. They said it best. If he comes back next season during this shit, he's not even on the Mount Rushmore. He is the Mount he Rushmore. Is the guy. Like he's above that. And then it's everybody's like, heads are on on the back of his head. Yeah, ex- yeah. Like he he has Mount Rushmore of Beaver players on his back. Yeah, carrying them up the mountain. 
Jonathan's that's like that's the kind of guy and the kind of hero he would be. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And like at some point right after Jonathan Smith announced that he was leaving, Damian Martinez just tweeted out, "My plan is my, my plan." plan. Dude, he gives off real Damian Lillard vibes. He like, does give off da- Dame, dude. And, Dame and, time. And that's what I'm saying when I'm saying, like, if he eventually does leave, mm-hmm. he's going to have to leave. He's yeah. going to be like, you guys are doing nothing for You guys are giving me yeah. nothing nobody's, year after Nobody's year. mad at Dame Lillard. You just hired nobody. a first-time head coach, yeah. and I'm playing with a bunch of 23-year-olds. I have to leave. Yeah. No, 100%. It, it is total Damian Lillard vibes. And that's, I haven't thought about that, but that's a great comparison. I just, I, I just thought. Totally it, embodies the spirit of the team. Yeah. Like, puts this the team is my town. Back. This is my team. We will ride or die with me. Yeah. And give me the ball, and I will run for 200 yards. That is, we got to tweet that out somehow and tag him in it. So we got to. We got to make that connection. To, yeah, Dame time. Because it is Dame time. And uh, it's about Dame time. It's about Dame time. And. Between him staying around and Trent Bray staying around and the way that Jonathan Smith's been talking and Damian Martinez even said Chili's Chili's Dude, how good is Chili's? God, so good. Some onion. Um, Some cornbread. Uh, uh <laughs> Damian Martinez said that he felt lied to by Coach by I'm not calling him Coach Smith. Yeah. Keep making that mistake and it's like that is not my coach. Fuck you. Not dude. my coach. Yeah, dude, he's the Joe Biden of presidents yeah. of coaches. Um, a little more confident, quite a bit actually. But uh, <laughs> he said that he felt lied to by Jonathan Smith, and um, and I, I think we all do, and we all relate to that hard. But I think that vibe is felt by a lot of people on the team, including Trent Bray. Yeah, and I just see them. They said on the Belligerent Beefs podcast, shout out, but about how. We are already like the tightest knit fan base of all time. And we've been through a lot of adversity, but nothing like this. And not only is this going to bond us together, but the fact that our favorite guys are like, fuck that, we're sticking around. This is going to be the most glorious. I don't even know what's going to happen. But the vibes around Beaver Nation, just as it continues to build, like it's going to be... Literal, we are literal family. Yeah, we're America's team, but we're literal family Family. in Beaver Nation. Like, and big, we build the dam. Big families can do amazing things. That is a fact. And I just, I think when you're playing for something big, like every college player is playing for their school, but some people playing for some people play for money. Some people play for God. The Beavers play for Beaver Nation. That is a fact. Pretty goddamn powerful. Yeah, and that that holds a lot more. We are a small school, and we are one of the toughest stadiums to play in. Like, yeah. we get out, we get loud, we get rowdy, and, and... we get drunk. We get drunk. Oh, do we get drunk. And uh, The size of Buicks. I just don't see how... It's not infectious. There's going to be something How is that not infectious? I know. Like... I, we're going to come back next year, and everyone's going to be like, their coach left them. The conference left them. Everything left them. The guy stuck around, and look what they've accomplished. And we're going to come out, and we're going to rape people. And pillage. And pillage. And then we make the playoff, and we go we go 12-0. and 0, We make the playoff. We beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Yep. Fucking Michigan State goes 4-8, 5-7. Yeah, maybe. 
Don't even make a bowl game? All of Michigan State's quarterbacks are leaving them. Yeah. They're, well, you know why? Because Jonathan Smith wouldn't give him the... Wouldn't. Because he's a four-star quarterback out of Oregon. And Jonathan Smith didn't recruit... Well, he recruited Aiden Childs. Well, so, kudos to Jonathan Smith. Which also out. not... <laughs> which, well, hold on. Not Aiden Childs goes over there. He comes over to We us. get that guy, and we get Trent Bray's like, hey, I'll recruit you. Yeah. Let's get over here. That's interesting. Come throw to our five foot seven receivers. He <laughs> He's entering the transfer portal. Yeah. I bet Smith. Trent Bray throws him a bone. What if? Oh, I bet he gives him a phone call. I bet he gives him a phone call. Whether he comes due to the situation we're in, who's to say? Uh but based on the reason that he's leaving, that might be enough sway to also have our quarterback want to come in and be like, fuck that, that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hate that guy too? Dude, I fucking hate that guy. This, I've been telling you for years. It's going to be the biggest Dude. game or biggest season that's one out of spite. <laughs> that's, that is a brilliant angle. I didn't even... Think, that's yeah. Kurt Angle. Yeah, that's I Kurt Angle. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, dude, that'll win your wrestling championship. That with a broken neck. Oh, yeah. With a broken freaking neck, as he always used to say. So, I, oh, I want, oh, I want that if we, so If bad. we do lose Aiden Chili's, which is most likely. Well, I assume he came here for Jonathan Smith, and Jonathan Smith is leaving. But also, he came here because we were the first ones to recruit him. And, and if maybe, a lot of the rest of the team like yeah, bands together like, hey, and decides dude, to stick around. Get over here with us. Yeah. Be like, this. coach left us. Why are you? Why would you yeah. follow him? You, did yeah, you see you trust, what he just did to everybody? Yeah, you trust him to stay at Michigan State yeah. for your whole time there? Like, yeah. really? So, Aiden Chili's is probably going, but if getting he, Sam yeah. Levitt. I would rather have Aiden Chili's because so he got me pretty excited. Yeah. Watching him play football this year. We've been waiting liked. all year to find out what he could do next year. Yeah, I know. I would really like to see that guy stick around. And I don't know anything about the other guy. I just know that he was a four-star quarterback from Oregon. Yeah. So maybe so. They only won four games. West Lynn, I think. Uh, yeah, I think he redshirted. So there's just a lot going on there. Uh, let me ask you this. And maybe you've already said it, and so I'm not trying to undersell it or something, but you said that, like, uh, when you said something about Trent Bray, I was like, that almost sounded bad. And you're like, it's even better than you expected or something like yeah. that. What was the... The biggest, the most groundswell yeah, okay. for one guy from yeah. low the low money guys to the big money guys. Yeah. Like, everybody wants him. So we're going to need the big money guys right now. Yeah. So if they're pumped for Trent Bray and the players are pumped for Trent Bray, I'm pumped for Trent I'm Bray. I'm absolutely pumped for... I, I mean, like, and like I, I know that he of, wasn't into it. Well, in the beginning, but once he kind of sees what it could mean for him to become the yeah. greatest Beavers coach of all time. Well, like with with him seeing the vitriol towards Jonathan Smith. Yeah. Maybe he's also seen like, oh, damn, that guy meant a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And if I don't do him wrong, I'm going to get a statue. Yeah. I'm going to be the guy. Yeah. And so maybe that maybe that means something to him. I'm sure that means something. Uh, and, and again... And, he played at Oregon State, I think, because his dad was a coach. Yeah. And so his dad was a coach here, so he probably grew up with it, went to school here. He actually has ties here, whereas Jonathan Smith was a walk-on quarterback from California. Yeah. Not saying that he didn't have amazing times here, but this isn't necessarily home to him. Yeah. Like, that's home to us. Yeah. But probably not to him. Pasadena's probably home to him. Yeah, and again, John Smith seems like a psych- sociopath. Idaho and Washington. Yeah, he does. He seems like just like 
I'm in this for me. He just, yeah, there's no. There's zero emotion. Uh, yeah, there's no up or down. There's no, no emotion. Trent Bray feels feelings. Oh, Trent That's Bray's why the be, players like yeah, him. Yeah, he's going to be fiery on the sidelines. Like, his like, energy is like way John, more infectious. I feel like Jonathan Smith probably almost knows you by your number. And Trent yeah. Bray probably knows you by your name. Yeah. And maybe that's not fair of Jonathan Smith, but he doesn't seem personable. He doesn't seem like he wants to get to know you. No, he seems like he he's just coach. Like he doesn't seem like you, you want, he wants you to get to know him at all. And I just don't think that his pregame or halftime speeches have any fire up to him. I couldn't imagine them having any fire. So, and I think Trent Bray does, and he he's a defensive to. coach, and... I think we can, and without Brian Lindgren, who went to Michigan State with Jonathan Smith, maybe we can really find some dogs. Yeah. I mean, that's... Trent Bray's going to have to put together a staff He's going to have to put together a squad. Yeah, which is probably the hardest part. But I think him also being a younger guy, I think he's going to know... He's going to know what this era of football needs. And not that Jonathan Smith wasn't that, like, wasn't... He wasn't an old guy. But Trent Bray has more of that youthful energy. I think he's going to know how to pick the right guys. There's a reason Let's he came from being a linebackers coach to, to yeah. taking a defense that was absolute dog shit, bro, and then immediately, 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 immediately made us way better. Way better. It's just like, hey, stop doing all that dumb shit that he was yeah. teaching you, and just fly to the ball and play with your eyes and fucking go tackle. Yeah. yeah. So I think he can same do that guys, with the team. same guys. Like yeah. literally, immediately made it better. It's crazy how much Tibisar just apparently didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, and then I think I look. I it's cliche, but right now cliche is what we need, and I think we're onto something. Yep. With bringing in as many former players that want to get into coaching as I don't care if you've yeah. never coached before. Yeah. If you were an offensive lineman in the NFL for any amount of time, come be our offensive line coach if you want to coach. Yeah. If you, I think Evanson Bernard is a huge Beaver yeah. till the end. I bet Bro, he wouldn't mind coming in as a running backs. He coach. would be a fantastic running backs coach because he like who you want as coaches are guys that didn't have the most athletic ability like they weren't freaks yeah but they had long successful careers because that means they understand how to play the well position. you read evanson bernard's tweets and shit like the guy knows the guy's articulate he knows what he's talking yeah. about he could absolutely be a running and he coach. embodied beaver like be, run downhill one cut go yeah Fucking fight for extra yards. And also, I see... Him based, in the teeth. Based on the way things have gone with Jonathan Smith leaving and Damian Martinez saying he's sticking around and Trent Bray, as far as we know, stepping up to be the coach, I see the potential for a lot of former Beaver players to be like, we are all, we're all watching what just happened. Yeah. And I think this is our time to get involved. Yeah. And I could easily see a lot of pregame speeches from different players... Yeah. Steven Jackson coming in. Showing up on the sidelines, just yeah. being present, being vocal on Twitter. Jordan Poyer coming out on a, on a bye week on a bye and week. giving a fire-up speech to the yeah. defense. Yeah. We get 17 Firing interceptions up the crowd that game. at halftime. Yeah. Getting us on fucking, getting us some notoriety. I think this is the time for our, the former players to really come back and be like, I've always kind of thought about it, but this, but, time, this yeah. time I really knew it was time to get involved. Yeah. And uh, the amount that most former players, not Jonathan Smith, but most former players feel about the Beavs is ride or die. Mike Hass. Mike Hass. 
Bro, we need we got we got Chad Johnson recruiting. Let's get Jake Luton to come back and just say this is how you don't throw interceptions. You give me Greg Laybourne as a linebacker's yeah. coach. Oh, dude, you give Ocho me... Cinco and Hushman Zada tag team in it. Yeah, one pregame, one halftime. Ooh. Yeah, and then both on the post game when we fucking roll. Yeah, yeah, we need we need all hands on deck. Yeah. And we need Mike Riley running the whole circus. <laughs> yeah, we need him consulting and doing yeah. some doing some recruiting. Yeah, we need him up top. We need him as like as a general manager. He's a type. good figurehead. Yes, yeah. exactly. Figurehead, perfect. You get Mike Riley to do a lot of that, but then you get Ocho Cinco for some of those yeah. wild cards. Yeah, who are like five star guys yeah. and they have no intention to go to the bees, but you get Ocho Cinco to go talk. Yeah, like because Mike Riley will convince a two and three star potentially. Like Real. he'll do a pretty good job of that. He'll do a great job of that. You get Ocho Cinco going to like four and five star guys going, bro. You got to go to Oregon State. When Chad, the chicks are wild. When Chad Johnson was here, the Portland Trailblazers would come to Corvallis and hang out with him at the Peacock. Like it, like it. The guy's a legend. It. Corvallis can be the scene if you're Chad Johnson. Yeah, Corvallis. If you got if you got Deion Sanders and Corvallis, game over. Yeah. So like all of the teams, let's just go with the Ducks as an example. All of those teams are big blockbuster movies. A lot of money spent on them, a lot of flash, a lot of this, a lot of that. Everybody loves them, but they're pretty forgettable. The Beavs are like they're a cult movie. Movies. Yeah, the Beavs are. Yeah, exactly. The Beavs are like a cult classic. Yeah, where like when you get it, you get it, and you know why it's so much better than these bullshit superhero movies. Like a cult classic. Like there's a reason you want to go to Corvallis. It's like that's the spot. Like it's yeah. a hidden spot. It's not easy to get to from the airport, but it is the place to be. It's magical. And so magic happens in Corvallis. Yeah, magic has happened in a bunch of different ways in Corvallis. Most notably, be uh, giant killers. Yeah. But, like, Corvallis, legitimately the Beavs and Corvallis are like a cult classic where yeah. it's, like, you have to, like, see it to really get it. Yeah. But once you get it, you love it Corvallis, more than anything. Corvallis is the feeling of liking a band that eventually gets super popular. But it's the feeling of liking them before they got popular. Where yeah. you're like, damn, this is a good band and no one else even knows Sturgill Simpson at the beginning of Meta Modern. Yeah. Like, right when that album came out. That's what the beeves are. And that's our whole vibe. And we're one of two, four, all four land grant schools. We've got it all. We've got it all. And people just two don't. Two time Nobel Prize, Peace Prize winner or whatever. Yeah. Delta Upsilon, Linus yeah. Pauling. He should have won three. There was a whole reason that it didn't happen. He should have won. Affirmative action. He should have won three. Yeah. He got robbed of the third. I can't remember what the details are, but I remember hearing the story and going, that is bullshit. Yeah. So, but at least two. And I just, I, if you go to Corvallis, you get it, especially if you go in the fall. Yeah. If you go in the fall, you go, this is the vibe <coughs> of the, this is the vibe of, a, if you picture a classic college campus in the fall. Brick, beautiful brick buildings, old, modern, You are looking at Corvallis in your mind's eye. Nice modern library if you can find it on campus. Yeah. I don't, I'm still not Never quite been there, sure where it was. No. But a lot of brick. But a lot of brick. A lot of trees. Big, big oak trees. Small, beautiful big town. Big fir trees. Just Mary's giant Peak, trees. Easy drive to the coast. 
Is Corvallis drive everywhere. There's no traffic. Corvallis literally. Have you ever been like frustrated in traffic in Corvallis? No, no you sir. Because there's no. Not unless it's game day, baby. Yeah. But then you're not frustrated because exactly. you're like, we're going to the game. Exactly. There's but that's never, the only time there's traffic is game there's day. There's never been traffic in Corvallis ever. Yeah. Ever. Unless you get stuck in the Tour de France. You know, no, but then you just fucking join in. No DUIs that day, baby. It's just the best college town for the best team. We're quietly one of the best universities for engineering. Like, yeah, we don't. We're not even that quiet, but we don't, don't really know about it. We brag but about it. No, like, we just do it. We just do it. Yeah, we're, we're not like talk. Be- we're, yeah, we're like beavers. We just do it. Yeah. It's like, oh, eventually they'll fucking notice. And by then, it's probably going to be too late because our football program is going to be dead. <laughs> but. And the Beavers, as the mascot for the best engineering school, you can't beat you that. You can't beat you it. You can't beat that. They're nature's engineers. Yeah. So, like, the Ducks can go off and be what the Avengers and be shelter? gay. What else builds, like, a shelter like that for them to live in? Nobody. Nobody. Just humans and beavers. Beavers build dams, ducks get shot. Exactly. Quite often. Quite often. For sport. They don't even taste good. Yeah. They just shoot them to get them out of the sky. Half of them are probably connected to LeGarrette Blunt. Probably. So, but anyways, that's, it's been, uh, it's been quite a ride since Saturday. I mean, the Civil War fucking sucked, but Jonathan Smith sold us down the river. That's the thing, it's like, I I don't even remember the game, because it was like, well, that that wasn't us, and then it comes out the next day, oh yeah, Gary, fucking John, I almost called him Gary Anderson. Might as well. Jonathan Smith quit, and it's like, oh, well, that's why we played like shit. Yeah. Oh, everybody knew? Oh, uh-huh. he's going to Michigan. Uh-huh. Oh, I guess we'll go fuck ourselves. Oh, everything makes sense now. I he's remember... A giant fucking turd bag. I remember waking up after the Civil War. You had fallen asleep on the couch. I had to... We were listening to something real depressing about Jonathan Smith and about the game, and I had to take... The, you were asleep at this yeah. point, so I took the remote from you, and I put on something funny because I needed some relief. And I woke up that next morning going... I remember how the whole game went, but at this point, I hardly remember. Yeah. Like, legitimately, I hardly remember other than it was 31-7, to and we threw way too many passes. Yes. Like, that's all I remember about that game. And it's because Jonathan Smith leaving has so shattered everything that came before it that, like, everything kind of doesn't matter. No. Like, Jonathan Smith leaving... Put a giant wall between the past and what we have now. Yeah. Like, I, it's not that I go. It's hard to even celebrate eight wins. Yeah. Like, like the bowl game. The bowl game's going to be interesting. I think, I think the guys are going to be fine. I think they're going to crush whoever they play. I don't think they're going to come out and play flat footed whatsoever. I think that after the news. I think everyone's going to play. With Dame Saney staying, with fucking Trent Bray coming on. The guys are going to play, and whoever they're playing, I feel sorry for Me it because too. they're going to come out and wreck those guys. Yeah. They're going to be playing so pissed, yeah. as they should. And uh, when when does that get announced? After the championship games. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh. Unless, unless December 4th hits and we just get ravished with transfer portal, guys. There is that potential. But we... Uh, only time will tell. Only time will tell. I think Dame staying and Trent Bray staying. We need to get that fucking billionaire on board. What's I th- his problem? I think, I agree. But I think we're retaining, I bet we retain a lot more than we were going to. Yeah, me too. 
me check Twitter right now just to see if Trent Bray's been named or if uh, any schedule has been released. Or both. Yeah, when I heard at Notre Dame, I was like, hold yeah. the fucking phone. Because they're an independent scheduler. They probably would like to play the Beavs, yeah. especially if they can get us at home or they think they're going to beat us. Like, I'm, I'm on board with that. And uh, speaking of the Civil War, I remember a shout-out to Devin. Remember talking to Devin at the end of the game? Yeah. Where Devin was pretty much one word long. Long, single-word yelling. Yeah. <laughs> it was relatable, and it did sum up how I felt. That was a dark time. That was a dark, dark time. Oh, interesting. Trent Bray in a suit. Walking around Reeser. Right now? Uh-huh. Doing exactly what Jonathan Smith That's did? That's 18 minutes ago. Let's go. Are they doing a parody of the Jonathan Smith video right now? We need a parody. Here's the thing. So I wrote The Beavers Let Me Down. Yeah. And a lot of people that tell me that I need to write Jonathan Smith Let Me Down, I think I need to write a new song. Because it needs to go in way harder. It's not that Jonathan Smith Let Me Down because that... Te- it's too weak. Yeah. It needs to be stronger like... Fuck that guy. Yeah. It won't be those words, but it will be more like, you left us, good riddance. We got Trent Bray, we got Damian Martinez, and we are coming for your head. Yeah. We're going to schedule a game with MSU, and we're going to come in and fucking spank you guys. Yeah. God. <clears throat> But nothing's been released, so we don't have any of those answers well, yet. Although it's only 519 in Oregon right who now. Who posted him in a suit walking through research? 35th and Evans. They post about the Beavers all the time. But 35th and Jackson? 35th and Jackson. God. I'm real gonna real quick going to Google Trent Bray. I think we have... Because of the severity of the transfer portal and trying to keep this thing as intact as possible, I think we had to go in-house. Yeah. There were some people that were like, look, you're going through some choppy waters. Maybe you want to hire a guy who's been a head coach before. Yeah. And maybe has a little bit more experience. It's like, I get that. But if I'm a kid at Oregon State with all the uncertainty and now you're bringing in a coach who I don't even know and I have no relationship with. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be a part of that. People know that Trent Bray is there for the guys. Yeah. When Jonathan Smith absolutely was not there for the guys, he was yeah. there for himself and fuck him for it. Yeah. So, Oregon Live, check out this headline. Oregon State boosters see a Bray of sunshine. Flood collective with $44 donations to support Beaver's defensive coordinator. Jesus. Yeah. A Bray of sunshine? Let's go. Trent Bray and Damian Martinez are pretty much the only thing keeping me from blowing my brains out. Yeah. Uh, they just need to announce it. I I think Trent Bray, much more than Jonathan Smith, from everything I've heard, really truly loves Corvallis. Yeah. And, like, feels at home there. And I, to be totally transparent, I thought that about Jonathan Smith, too. You guys have heard us on the podcast for quite a while talking about how they're going to build a statue to Jonathan Smith. He feels like a hometown guy. He feels like a Joe Paterno. He's never going to leave us because this was a school. How could you not love Corvallis? All of the reasons we've given all the reasons why Jonathan Smith was going to stay. 
we were wrong. Yeah. We were wrong. And but for the record, everything I've also been seeing online is about how everybody felt like Jonathan Every, Smith yeah, was no, the guy. Everybody and he absolutely was wrong. duped us all. Everybody was wrong. And every single person yeah. was wrong. And statistically, I don't see that happening twice in a row. And I that's why I think Trent Bray really might actually love the town and love the school and love the family. Especially after okay. So like I said before, when adversity brings us all together, as we come together for this bowl game and for this next season, he's really gonna see how much we are meat and potatoes, mama's cooking. Yeah. We are home. Yeah. It feels like home. Oregon feels like home in general. Like Oregon, now I say that because we're from there, but Oregon feels like home. Corvallis feels like home. He played for the Beavs. His dad coached the Beavs. Like, I just. He might have gone to Corvallis High School. He might have. He might have all of his lifelong memories there. And most people don't move without within 15 minutes of their hometown. Yeah. Or 50 miles of their hometown or something. And what if. Like an overwhelming majority. Yeah. And what if he is just the guy realizes how much he takes to a head coach position? Like, uh, yeah, he how much he gets didn't want to be head coach, but once he gets in that position, especially after all that's happened and all that the beeves are going to bring in terms yeah. of love, which and starts with forty-four dollar donations. Let's go. But all we're going to bring to him in love and respect and what's up, coach, and all he's that. He's going to be coach. He's going to be coach. Once he's he realizes to to, all those things he's that that to means, Tommy's diner and never buy a meal. Yeah, he's gonna take to head coaching way more than he expected. Yeah, and he's gonna be a great recruiter. And I don't know how he's gonna be at recruiting. I don't either. But but I think if he can be charming, which I don't know if he can, I think he can be more charming than Jonathan Smith. Yeah, I don't think Jonathan Smith's charming at all. Now that I'm not looking at Jonathan Smith through rose through orange and black co- colored Probably, glasses, yeah. I don't want him sitting in my living room. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Like, he has no charm. The most charming thing he ever did was either milking his tits or saying that thing about poker. But saying that thing about poker implies that he's sleazy just like the rest of us hanging out late night at the poker table. You've been at those tables. <laughs> You've been at those tables. Yeah. So, I think that he actually has zero charm. And Trent Bray... <laughs> If he has any amount more than that. Trent Bray. So, Dirt and Sprague said that they interviewed Trent Bray either last year or a couple years ago. I can't remember. But they didn't They didn't outwardly call him out. But they were like, yeah, pretty rough. Really? Yeah, they are like, we'd ask him questions. And he'd give us like two or three words. And be like, all right, thank you. No uh, yeah. But... I mean, that's also some coaches with radio. Like, when I I listen to, unfortunately, the 1080, the fan is the home of the Ducks. I know. So Dan Lanning goes on there. Land Danning. Land Danning. God damn it. Land Danning goes on their program every Thursday. And when he first started going on the program, he he was very... No, he didn't want to tell him anything. But then... They interview him every week, so he gets to know him. And one of the guys played 
offensive lineman at BYU and then won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers, never as a starter, but had a little career in the NFL. And the other guy's just a fucking tart from Kansas who likes right. college basketball and has no bias whatsoever mm-hmm. towards like West Coast sports because he grew up in Kansas. And so, Dan, they kind of like, if you don't ask about sports, Dan Lanning's very fun, and he'll have a conversation with mm. you, and he'll, like, make jokes. He's too cool to the ducks. Dirt and Sprague would interview Jonathan Smith occasionally because he had no obligations to them. Yeah. But when they would ask him questions outside of football, because, like, obviously football answers, they're not going to give you anything. But he just, he never, like, would have fun with the, like, he wouldn't have fun with it. Yeah. He would just, like, overanalyze it, kind of like Mark Norman does sometimes. Yeah. When I was like, bro, that's not, I don't need you to actually, like, analyze it, just have fun with it. Yeah. Which, obviously, Mark Norman's better at, but the same kind of autistic mind where he just, like, no, dude, it's, like, more like a joke, but all right, whatever. He's just kind of awkward, socially awkward, and not personable. He's not personable. Jonathan Smith is a robot. He's like a football robot. Well, when you listen, so it's one of the hard things about Jonathan Smith being gone is how often I now have to admit to being just completely reading somebody wrong. Yeah. When like during his interviews, I loved his answers. It seemed like they were all genuine and honest. And but when you look back at it, you go, those were kind of pablum answers. And like, like there was a lot of just like saying the words. Here's the thing. Sound like they mean something, and it's it's a lot of just kind of paint by numbers. Here's another. Here's another reason why it's kind of like being cheated on. It's like because I still, part of me still believes that all those answers were true and honest and genuine. Yeah. But the fact that I know he's lying now, after this entire season of giving kind of the same answers Mm -hmm. and kind of showing the same emotion and the same you know, body language and whatever while being halfway out the door. Yeah. It's like, oh, you could have been doing that the whole time then. Yeah. And I like, know. It's like, I don't know when you were being truthful, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And for Michigan State, like... I know. Not great. And the craziest thing is if he had waited around a little bit longer, there's a lot of other better jobs that would have opened up. Yeah. And he jumped as soon as he could. Yeah. That's why it almost felt like he was, and he made a point to say, like, well, there was a lot of other programs, you know, maybe wouldn't have gone. I didn't want to leave unless I felt like I was going to somewhere. Yeah. He's like, the more I talk to Michigan State, the more I love the place. And it's like, why? He also referred to us as the place. I didn't want to just leave the place. Yeah. And it's like, the place? Yeah. You mean the reason that you're any sort of successful at all and not just fucking selling used cars in some (laughs) fucking dumpster lot? You fuck? Yeah. Like, we gave him, he was a walk-on. We gave him a shot. And then we gave him a shot as a fir- at his first head I don't coaching think, job. I think, do you think he's still kind of in, like, denial and shock, maybe? No, I, th- I think that he was more down with it than I think we're willing to let ourselves believe. I saw a thing on Twitter about how, like, like no one, Jonathan Smith never, like, said, go beeves. Like, he was way less in it than we all believed he was. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's true. He never, like, showed any school spirit above what would be sort of required of a coach. I guess that's true. I saw that, and I was like, holy shit. He never even... I started running through a Rolodex in my head of going... Gary Anderson dropped a, let's go Beavers, how about that? Yeah. After the Civil War win. Yeah. 
Where? Gary Anderson was hold on. Gary Anderson was more committed to winning the Civil War than the Jonathan, Jonathan Smith. Smith. That's disgusting. That, that is, is disgusting. disgusting. That makes me want to that throw up. Win, I'm throw up. I guarantee you that win brought that man more joy in that moment than Jonathan Smith oh, ever experienced. Oh, I guarantee you. Than Jonathan yeah. Smith ever experienced. Yeah. Because he doesn't care. He doesn't care. We're just another school. Like, we were literally just another school. What there. a psycho. What a sack of shit. I feel bad for him now. I just... It's what's going to happen is what happened to every good Oregon State coach. I feel bad. They regret once they left. Yeah. I feel bad for anyone who doesn't get to experience the full love of Beaver Nation. I know. And apparently he's one of those guys. Because if you love it the way that it's intended to be loved, you don't ever leave. And even if you did leave, you wouldn't do it like that. And it shows a level of uncaring about the beeves whatsoever or the fan base or all we've been through. It shows a deliberate level. He's a smart guy. It shows a deliberate level of uncaring that sort of encapsulates my entire feeling about him. And that's why I say it's not just a better job. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Because he knows exactly what every little thing means because he is a smart guy. And he went, I'm out of here. And not only that, to write a bullshit, I'm... Like, see you guys. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And, Notes app. app. And, and then to immediately just, that's it. He's full Michigan State. Full Michigan State. No talk of. That place. I know it's not his job once he's at Michigan State to say anything about the Beavs. But he never said anything about the Beavs after he left. He was just gone. Yeah. He was just gone. And again, I'm going to say one more time. He's a smart enough guy to know exactly what every implication meant, including completely blowing any opportunity for us to compete in the Civil War by completely demoralizing the team. He knew what all that meant. He knew it was the last Pac-12 game. He knew it was the last Pac-12 Civil War. He knew it was the last Civil War for who knows how long. Yeah. He knew all of those things. Yeah. He tanked it and then left. And then left. He's a giant pile of shit. Yeah. And I'm tired of people defending him. Yeah. I get that he was probably a nice guy and like he was a good coach. He did some amazing things as a coach. That doesn't mean you're not a piece of shit. Yeah, that doesn't. Urban Meyer is a, a great shit. coach. He's a great coach. Yeah. Giant sack of shit. Giant sack of shit. Giant so, sack of shit. It's a per- yeah. We're on the same page here. Yeah. I, I just that's why I can't forgive him for what he did. No. Because I could forgive him for a career move that makes sense. Yeah. I you got the UCLA job. Yeah. You got the Texas A&M job where they're just throwing money at you, stupid money. You can get yeah. the best recruits because you can just buy them. Fine. You're in the SEC. Fine. But to ditch out before the Civil War and potentially before Arizona where he called a bullshit call just to go to Michigan State. For next year. For next fuck year. You. The eighth best team yeah. in the Big Ten. Fuck the you. They're, eighth... they're mired in controversy. Yeah. Fuck you. They're, yeah. I've got, I've got nothing to I, say to the guy. I, I think he's scum. Get I think he's scum. Bent. And I think that anybody who's still defending him is still under a little bit of the misapprehension that he might be a good guy. Yeah. I think he's really not. Mm-mm. And uh, other than that, no thoughts. <laughs> he literally fucking never once gave a go beefs. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Which is the one thing that we all do for each other. You see a Beaver fan you, anywhere in the world, you give him a go Beavs. This is a point I wanted to make earlier, but then we got off onto a tangent about how big a piece of shit he was and didn't feel appropriate. But now it does because we brought it back. We talk about Corvallis like it's a magical place. Yeah. 
And I'm sure people are like, I went, I'm an Ohio State fan. I went to college at Ohio State. It's like, awesome. You're one of fucking 100 million yeah. people who went to Ohio State. It's easy to be. Uh, I got news for you. It's easy to be an Ohio State fan. Yeah. Oh, you didn't win the national championship this year? Oh, yeah, no shit. Oh, you didn't get all the five-star recruits this year? Like, Alabama. Like, uh, go fuck yourself yeah. to anyone who's not like a... Vanderbilt, Washington yeah. State, Syracuse, Boston College, Georgia Tech. Like, if you're not a fan Fresno of... Fresno State. If you're not a fan Shout of... Shout out to my buddy Jared. If you're not a fan of the team... Be, Would you suck a lot? Because... It, yeah, because it's deeper. Than, like, you can... Loving s- the Beavs is so much deeper than just loving a football team or no, loving a school. It's core value. It's everything that it embodies. Yeah. The campus is a diagonal walk across the entire campus is twenty five minutes. I think it's fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Like. Well, you can get from one end to the other in fifteen. Yeah. One. In, yeah. So not not huge. Yeah. But it's got a lot of students. Like it's. Yeah. It's just in such a small town. It's nestled in the most beautiful country in God's in green earth. God's green earth, the Willamette Valley, yeah. the most. Fertile grounds in quite possibly the world. Best place to black out. Best place to black out because oh, we unless, can grow hops. Unless you run into the cup. We can grow wine. We can go grow, grow grain. Weed. We can grow wheat. We can grow everything you need to get fucked up. Yeah. It's the most glorious. We can land. grow mushrooms. It's the most. That's huge. They grow wild yeah, there. Buddy. It's the most glorious land. In all the world. Philomath is a hotbed. It is. It is. Did somebody just start my truck? I got a beer. Yeah. Somebody pulled up. Oh. Uh, big old diesel. Like, it is. What is that, 7-3? It is heaven on earth. Yeah. And. And it's about time people start recognizing it. And I think Damian getting, Martinez did. I think Trent Bray did. We're literally getting relegated because we're 45 minutes from the airport in Eugene. Go Fuck yourself. Yeah. I got to look up a quote from uh, from Damian Martinez on why he loves Oregon State. Because it will go with what we were just talking about. Here's your pickup, huh? It's a neighbor. Better not be. Better fucking not be. And a quote from Damian Martinez? Yeah. Like recently or like from... Recently. Okay. Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Damian Martinez staying at Oregon State felt lied to by Jonathan Smith. So let me see what he says about... uh, Okay. As for why, quote, As for why he'll remain in Corvallis for a third season, Martinez described a profound love of his college experience at Oregon State. Why is he staying? Again, quote, this is from Damian. The fan base and love of Oregon State, he said, I also love Corvallis because of the area. It's just quiet and it feels like me. That's what Oregon State is. Yeah. It's quiet. It's not flashy. It's beautiful. It's a great place to get it your It gets the work done. It gets the work done. But it, it's country boys. It gets yeah. rowdy. It gets yeah. rowdy. But it's, it's it's an agriculture and engineering college. You got the fucking nerds who like to get drunk. You got the hippies. Tards like, like to get, to get fuck- drunk, and the hippies that out. like to get high. Yeah. Let's party. Yeah. Now, Corvallis is where lot of Asians. any parent would be there. They're in every university, except Harvard, because of their whole fucking numbers thing. Yeah, whoa. 
Don't want to go into that, but uh, Harvard's racist. Um, <laughs> any parent would be proud, proud to send their kids to Corvallis. To, to get an education. Yeah. That's a real fine school. Real, real fine school. school. So, it's, it's, I'm stoked about Dame. I'm stoked about Trent Bray. I'm fucking pissed at Jonathan Smith, and I think he's a piece of shit, and I hope he never comes back. And I mean that now, and I will mean that forever. Yeah. I, I hope, just, I just, here's the I thing. I hope in nine years, no, two thousand seven years, we do a 30-year anniversary of the Fiesta no Bowl invite. team. He doesn't even get an invite. I don't think he's... I just... I understand loving Jonathan Smith as a player and not as a coach, but I just... I I, I consider a man overall. Yeah, here's the thing. I still think he's a great player. I still think he's a great coach. Yeah. I I think as a person, he's a human trash trash bag. I think if you turn your back on Oregon State, you immediately cut any chance of being able to come back. Yeah. Because you you actively... Uh, Like... We are still in huge limbo. Like, nothing is guaranteed in any way, shape, or form, especially now that he's gone. And if you left Oregon State to be relegated to the Mountain West, based almost... Jonathan Smith had the best chance of keeping us out of full relegation and actually finding a way with money that we get from the lawsuit. He had, he was by far our best opportunity for actually continuing to stay relevant as a football program. And what he did, he knew when he left, that that was basically the final nail in the coffin. And if you nail the final nail in the coffin of a school, I don't care what you did for that school. You actively participated in being why we are no longer a thing. And so fuck you and the horse you rode in on. We're out. You're not coming back for the 30 year, and I'm fucking done with you. No, I don't want you ever. This says Trent Bray walking into the Valley Football Center. Let's go. And it's the Wolf of Wall Street. It's Trent Bray and all the guys are just getting fucking pumped Let's up. Let's fucking go, dude. So, in a lot of ways, it's really tough to be a beaver. But on nights like this where Trent Bray is about to become the coach, Dame say, says he's staying. And all of Beaver Nation is now closer because of adversity. It's still a great day to be a beaver. Yeah. No matter what happens... Check any tweet by any Beaver fan about talk about like talking shit about our old coach or lamenting the trouble that we've been through or even talking shit about a game where we played shitty and lost. Every tweet ends with still go, go dude, Beavs. No matter what happens, it's still go Beavs. Belligerent Beavs said it best. I would have remained the head coach at Oregon State. Because I'm a be- I'm a believer until the day I die, and then a and little, then some, and then some, and then some. Like yeah, this, this goes so much deeper than football. I love everything there is about Oregon State. It's in my DNA. It's in my family's history. The Beavers are everything that is good in this life, and don't you forget it. Jay Beaver recruiting has a prediction that Jay Harbaugh will be the offensive coordinator. Oh! <laughs> That'd be sick. Former Oregon State grad. That'd be sick. Let's and a go. Fucking hardball legend. And a great recruiting, great football guy. family. Like, yeah, Let's great go. football family. Let's go. Harbaugh's got connections at Michigan. Let's just twist it a little bit. Get Michigan State and fucking reap them. Yes, he knows. Yes, and Connor Stallions. They probably have signals for Notre Dame. If we could probably get the signals for Notre Dame, dude. If yeah, if Jay. Came in as the OC. Let's go. The OC, let's go. <laughs> hey. California. Anyways, 
That's a huge get. That would be a huge get. It's just a prediction from Sony Online, but yeah, I would. <sighs> I thought you were saying it was no. like Inklings. No, Damn. well, be recruiting. I don't. Uh, that seems like they probably know more than I do. I hope somehow that's true. But you're right. That's that could be just a shot in the dark. But oh, I hope it's true. I mean, he has ties to the program. He does have. He's ties been to the climbing the coaching rankings. Yeah. His dad's about to leave Michigan because he can't return there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like. Let's get Jim Harbaugh. No, that guy. <laughs> that guy is exhausting. I agree. That guy. Said, I don't want to see his tongue that every guy other said play when he's screaming a, on the sidelines. That guy said during Halloween, him and his brothers used to sprint to the next house. He used to sprint from house to house. They used to go and do like two or three costume changes. Everything. That guy is a fucking sight. Do you think he wears that, cleats on the sideline as a coach? Do you think that any like that John had troubles taking his brother to any like anywhere college party whatever and just going yeah yes because John's the older he, brother yeah John's way better and John is more like an older brother and yeah. Jim is just a fucking mischievous wild younger brother agreed and just a and fucking a sociopath yeah no he never won John won that's what I said yeah no yeah, John Jim, won yeah Jim, Jim did not when they played each other. Yeah. I love No, him. I'm saying John is stoic and has yeah. the confidence of a man who has won a Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. So. But J.R., he's gonna, the son I, of Jim. I don't want to so. let that marinate too long. Otherwise, I'll get really disappointed when it's not true. But, uh, that might be true. But let's just say that it's true. Kevin, that's big. And you I think what, I think that everybody you know is har- all in on the You know the what the right Harbaugh's believe in? Fucking God guys at football. Defense and running the goddamn ball. Which is... By far, America's football. That is America's That's football. That's America's football. They used to not pass the ball. They used to never pass. Yeah. I ran that high school. <laughs> I mean, I ran that offense in high school. Oh, yeah. We used to never pass. And you were a wide receiver. I was a tight end because we didn't have wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good point. But, yeah. yeah, no, no passes. Yeah. We're not going to pass. Just a pro set every single play, and we're either going to the two, three, or four back. Yeah. Oh, trick play, quarterback keeps it around the end. <laughs> you guys will not see this coming, but it's a run play. <laughs> uh, well, Which variation of the run, you'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> well, that would be super interesting. Dude, that's I think that would I think that would definitely help with the recruiting. I'm just like immediately back on board with the beefs. Kevin. Fuck John. Okay, Smith. I would also like to point out to you, ladies and gentlemen, is this is the resilience that you build <laughs> being a Beaver fan. This is, is like on to the next. When all hope is lost, <laughs> you give us 30 minutes to bitch about our problems. Yeah. We will get all of that out of our system, start looking to the future, and just like, how are we about to win a national championship? It's literally the epitome of when you kick a fucking anthill over. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, we got to fucking rebuild this again. And then we get right back to work and we are stoked about it. Yeah. We got something to do. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, like, yeah. being a Beaver fan is exhausting. It ages you like a president, but. The the hope with which we play, with which we live, it it's it's religious. It, I would describe yeah. it as religious. Yeah, like, I am a Beaver believer. Some people would call you for some people would call you insane for believing it, but those people would be wrong. Those people just haven't experienced the power of faith. Yeah, every game at Research Stadium is a tent revival. Yes, like we are here to party, and the Beavs are our team, and we. We will literally never waver. Like, we will talk shit about bad games, bad calls, blah, 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 because that's Faking still... Faking a field goal? It, yeah, it's still football. But 
at the end of the day, it's always still. Go Beavs. Go Beavs. And then some. And then some. God, I love the Beavs. I will forever and always love the Beavs. No question. Like, like nothing... Look, if we get relegated to a Mountain West schedule, am I going to be bummed playing teams that don't get my rocks off every week? Yeah, but am I still going to watch with yeah. vehement passion and damn figure right. that we win every single game? Yes, I am. You're beaver damn right. Yes. Like, let's go beavers forever and always. The Fosbury flop, baby. Yeah. Let's and go. Mountain West, with our fan base, we're not going anywhere. And Do the beavers have a ring of honor? I think so. I Pretty can't sure. picture it in the stadium, but if they don't, they should start one. Yeah. And they should start it with Trent Bray and Damian Martinez next season. I agree, and I think Jonathan Smith should be on there, but we cross his name out and we leave it. No, we just put number nine. <laughs> I like that even better. And we cross it out. It's like, yeah, the player was pretty good. We like the player number nine. Yeah, but it turns out the guy is actually kind of a giant pile of shit. Kind of a giant pile of shit. So... That's what's going on in Beaver Nation. I'd like to pivot real quick and talk about uh, the fact that uh, it's been a busy few weeks and we haven't gotten F-Boy Island. But when we get back to it, we're going to have like seven episodes It's going to be juicy. It's going to be fucking sweet. Oh, it's going to be juicy. And we can't this week because my family's in town. We can't ever. And then next week, probably can do it. Ooh. We're going to have to clear a schedule, though, to watch it all. Bruh. 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 Not this Friday, but next Friday is my family Christmas party. Your family Christmas party? Nope. Work Christmas party. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. Brazilian Steakhouse. Ooh. Bogo de Chao. Nice. I've never been there, but I've heard it's really good. Go. We went there last year. They just bring out meat, and you just say yeah, and they fucking put it on your plate. I can say yeah. And then you eat it. And Uh, then then you leave. And then they come back out with a different piece of meat, and they're like, would you like to try this? And then you say, yeah. And then they put it on your plate, and then you eat it, and then they leave. That's a sweet And then idea. they come back with another kind of meat, and they're like, you want to try this? And you say, yeah. Yeah. And they put it on your plate, you eat it, and then they leave. They come back with- Get out Dude, here. just unlimited meat. That sounds Seafood, awesome. Seafood, unlimited meat, and- They call it the gout special. Dude, and before you go to that, <laughs> they have like a- Walk around buffet that has literally everything you could ever want. Yeah. Or lures. They got like fucking little zucchini fucking bites. They got seafood. They got different kinds of cheeses and crackers. Exotic cheeses? Exotic cheeses? The most exotic of cheeses. Fuck out of here. Bro, this place is what? Last year we got in trouble though because we do a white elephant. Uh huh. Why does it have to be white? It just is. Well, because if it was a black elephant, it would take all the gifts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We want to go home with what we got. But uh, somebody brought out al- Somebody brought alcohol. Nice. Naturally, when the game was over. Naturally. Cracked that bottle open. Obviously. Started drinking it. Frowned upon. Can't be what? doing that. Yeah, no, you cannot be doing that. So, last year we got a complaint. We're not allowed to... Uh, we're not allowed to crack bottles this year. But... We'll see if we can resist the urge. I remember one time I went to a uh, a real estate Christmas party for Remax, and we went to our principal broker Bill's house, and I brought a fifth of Fireball, and they just passed it around the circle until it was gone. 
That's how you do. It. That's how you yeah. throw a party with alcohol. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I. It was. Yeah. It was one of those times when they're like, "You good to drive home?" And I give them the. Yeah. You and they go, all right, get out of here, you scoundrel. You little guy, you scoundrel. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, there it is. But. Last year I Ubered to the work function. That's a smart that. idea. I'm going to have to do that again. Because I knew. I couldn't Uber from Dayton to Canby. Can't Uber from I watched Dayton, myself. Really. I was I was not too in too dangerous of a spot. Um, but, but Back roads. Um, but, Obviously. But. I know if I go out to a function, yeah, huh? especially a work function, oh, yeah. I'm going to get rowdy. And there's going to be an after spot, too. Last year we went out and fucking, I think we went to Whiskey Row Scottsdale. All right. I can't remember. We might have went to Chauncey's Social. I don't know, but wherever we went, we fucking partied pretty hard after. And it's on a Friday, so I don't have to... Do anything the next day. Match. So I can't be driving. I no. can't. I can't have my vehicle there because then I'm. No, and you drink Ooh. extra because it's a work function. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got a bit of a reputation over there. I bet you do. It's the same one I have everywhere. Yeah, it checks out. That <laughs> checks yeah, that out. guy drinks a lot and then gets rowdy. I know. I would like to do a work function at my job because half of the guys really like to drink. When you work in a warehouse or like just a. Blue collar kind of, cause like I don't relate at all really with the office people at my job. I yeah. relate to the installers and obviously the fucking service you're blue collar guy. Yeah, so like we talk a different language of shit and yeah. we just drink we just drink beers. Yeah, like they go down like water. Oh, if I went out with my coworkers, it would all be Mexican jokes. Like when you went bowling with me and my coworkers for my birthday, other than Josh who drinks like a fish. They're all very tame. Those are office people, Yeah, right? they're yeah. tame and mellow, and it's like, no, you gotta, I get rowdy still, because I only know one fucking speed, and that's full throttle. Natch. But, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Ooh, <laughs> second Vin Diesel reference. But, but, they don't, they don't do that. Yeah. So. Warehouse guys do, though. Yeah. And blue collar guys do. Yeah. So like when you get a party with them, it's like when the Mexicans oh, would invite us. We'd to probably a, just be outside. We'd be drinking and then walking outside and ripping. It's six. like when the Mexicans would invite us to a party on the farm. It's like it's gonna be drinking, it's gonna be dancing, it's gonna be cigarettes, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's just gonna be guys hanging out drunk. Yeah. Just drunk. Yeah. Not even really speaking the same language, but it doesn't matter. You figure it out. Oh, you'll figure it out, a hundred percent. It's a better time. I'm going to ask this real quick. Has Michael paid us for the next installment? Yeah, he did, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. I got 500 bucks coming your way. Nice. So we're only... No, he paid you the got... rest. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yes, sir. Back Let's in our good graces. Square it up, dude. Had a baby. Yeah, today, actually. That's weird that you mentioned that. No shit. Yeah. That is good for him. God bless him. Nice. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I would, uh, it would be fun to get hammered with my coworkers because they're all fun guys and, uh, they're already like giggly dudes. Like Oscar and Cisco are never not just like giggly. giggling with each other. We all make jokes that they're gay. And then, <laughs> yeah, uh, much like people do about us. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We can make these jokes. We get them ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, we could hang out with Chris. He's got one ball. 
He had testicular cancer. And now he's got can he ride a, shingles. Can he ride a bike pretty good? Probably better. Worked for Lance Armstrong. Smokes a good cigarette. Mike, we've already mentioned Mike. What's he smoke? What kind of cigarette? I don't know. I've never caught out. him pulling it out, and yeah. I haven't looked close enough at his you gotta cigarette. You got to figure that out. I should figure that out. Share up asking. Like, but what do you smoke? Mike, Michael smokes some smooth. Share a cigarette with him. Mike like, smokes smoke? smooth, though. Really? He and I, he was like, giant, I'll meet you. Giant liberals? Yeah. Smooths, I mean, it got to be. True that, except not. Smooths are for men. Debatable. He, uh, we, like Virginia we both had to meet at like a metal yard like a year and a half See, ago. See, tough as fuck. Yeah. We're meeting in a metal yard. We had to meet dude. at a metal yard like a year and a half ago. He's like, you want to go get lunch? I was like, sure. And so uh, I get out of my, I like park my truck. I get in his personal vehicle. And we start driving around, finding lunch, and he pulls out a smooth, and he offers me a smooth, and we just drive around listening to tunes, smoking smooths. Yeah, did you tell him you love smooths? I did. I was like, Mike, nobody else smokes smooths. Fucking good on you. I'm just, I'm just a fucking marble red guy. Never, nothing else ever fucking did it for me. I've got no problem with them, and I, I was that for a little while, but smooths are where it's at. I love Smooth, it's it's Camel. quietly the working man's cigarette. Camel, in my opinion, not. I just don't, I, yeah. It doesn't do it for me. No, and I Air remember... Pinch, it'll work, but... I remember Josh Davidson. Shout out, Josh. I remember his, one of his old roommates was a Newport guy. Why? And he left a pack behind in college, and uh, I smoked it, and it's like, these are intensely menthol. Yeah. Intensely Ooh, yeah. menthol. Solid dude, though. God, shout out, Josh. You just kicked the... Fuck out of me in fantasy football. Yeah. It's not going well for me this year. I just keep no, it is not. You're shit on no matter what. But Kevin, it's gonna happen to somebody, uh, and at least for once, it's not me. Yeah, but you never only won two games. You're only at two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's not great. No, it isn't. Playoffs starting how many weeks? Four. Aaron's only one above me, but I, I keep getting like second or third most points in the league, but I'm playing. The highest not last year, not the year you won. No, no, but this year I like I can't buy a win. Josh and Dan Which is funny because you've been complaining about your roster this whole time and now you actually do have a really good team. You just get beat points all the time. Back to back weeks, 141 points against. What are you supposed to do with that kind of performance? Okay, I'm gonna throw a couple things at you. So Randy texted in. Randy Johnson. Um Jesus, thirty six text messages. Damian Martinez. Tweet what? Oh, I really? Know. I don't know. I Read got that 30, many in. I got thirty six on my phone. Okay, I don't have nearly that many. Damian Martinez retweeted this, quote tweeted it with some crying emojis, and Riley Wynn, shout out to Riley, fraternity brother. He's not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero we need. And it's, well, you could just look at the meme. <laughs> Kevin Hart getting carried by his wife. Yeah, telling Jonathan Smith to stay out. Randy Sugg put up a tweet that says, and I don't know if this is true, but it's from Oregon State News, and it says, FYI, Gruden was on campus today. That can't be real. He wants to get back into coaching. And Randy Sugg said, let's go. And he's, Ian he says fake. fake. Yeah, and yeah, no way the national media wouldn't pick it up. I figured, but then uh, just saw an old post with the We Ain't Done Yet gift. Sucks that's ruined now. Totally agree with that. God, Jonathan Smith just did. 
Can I get one more Coors? I just... He did a lot of damage. Like, I don't remember who said it, but he went from... It was just a random Twitter profile. He, he went, went from, from the community hero, hero to, to public enemy, enemy number one. In hours. Yeah. In 36 hours. And again... Not even. On Saturday, when you were like, Austin, go check your phone... And I thought you were talking about like my parents had called or something. And I go check it and it's like Jonathan Smith to Michigan State. That was Saturday. Yeah. That Saturday was not, morning. It is Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, as we record this. And in that span of time, I went from loving him to absolutely hitting his guts and hope he never comes back to Corvallis. Ever. Despising him. Despising him. And seeing truly what a snake. Jonathan the Snake Smith. Yeah, like Jake the Snake Plumber, but exactly. like not cool. Like in a mean way. Like in like a, he's a Robert? snake in the grass. No, wasn't Jake the Snake Plumber? Wasn't that his nickname? Jake the Jake Plumber. Snake Roberts. Well, that's a wrestler. Isn't that okay? That's what I was talking about. But I thought Jake Jake Plumber was Plummer Jake was, the Snake. I thought he might have been. I, might, I honestly don't remember. Honestly, anybody named Jake might just be called Jake the Snake. True that. But, I had a fraternity brother who was an MMA fighter, and they did a big... You're talking about you, Jake? <laughs> oh, definitely not. I don't know not. if I can say that on talking camera, about, but I Talking did. about my brother, Sean Salise, shout out. But he was an MMA fighter, and they did a big Civil War MMA thing, and he was one of the fighters. And uh, like any guy named Sean, Sugar Sean. Sugar Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Except this was Sugar Sean Salise, so even more I'm alliteration. A yeah. Did he win? Oh, fuck yeah, he did. Nice. Sean Salise was awesome. Yeah, if he would have lost, would have been a bitch, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good weed guy. But and uh, I, I guess all those guys probably Oh, Sean Salise was one of my real good buddies in the fraternity. I remember one time we were fucking hanging out in the back of the Pink Taco. You know how it boarded up that alleyway? Oh, yeah. There was a fucking goings-ons happening out in the alleyway. And uh, there was this girl that was like... Walking home. Okay. And she started getting harassed by three dudes. And yeah, two of them. One of them was you? No. We were in our backyard burning doors, probably. Match. Match. Uh, we heard some. Doors and pallets. We heard some comeuppance going on. And as we walked up on the scene, fucking Chad Hankey had arrived and was dealing with the matters at hand. And the guys were like talking some shit. And it was me, Ian, Fluff, and Tardo. And we're like, yeah, you guys should probably leave. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And we're like, it doesn't matter. That's Chad Hankey. Don't mess with Chad Hankey. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's a national champion wrestler. And uh, he single handedly took on half of a fucking high school after yeah. a state championship. <laughs> oh, that was classic. One time. And beat the fuck out of most of them. So I would probably just leave. <laughs> what does that have to feel like being a guy who is that? Like he was a nice guy. Chad Hankey was a nice guy, but like until what he does wasn't. That, until he wasn't. You know. But like, what does that have to be like to have that reputation? Is like you have a bunch of other people who aren't you going. Don't mess with this guy. He'll fuck you up. That's got to be such a powerful feeling. Well, yeah, and he was drunk, so like he would have fucked him up. Yeah, well, my and reputation is like, watch out, this guy might sing I don't, a song. I don't know that he like recognized us, but I told him my mom, like I was like, I'm Kevin Sugg. My mom is, was your teacher, and he was like, yeah, Andy, and I was like, yeah, Close good, enough. yeah, you, yeah, stay over there. <laughs> and then like eventually the guys left, but like, could you imagine if, uh, like, unless those guys knew how to fight? Yeah. Chad Hankey would fuck up three dumb college dudes that don't know how to fight so bad. Yeah. It would not it wouldn't even be funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> like that guy, that guy embarrassed college wrestlers. Yeah. Like he was insane. Yeah. And he had the cauliflower to prove it. And he legitimately did take down like half a place when, yeah, in dude. the state championship. He just walked across the court and just started fucking fighting folks. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. You remember when we bought fake mustaches? Yeah, that was classic. For the state basketball championship, me, Kevin. We just left at like noon. Yeah, me, Kevin, Ian, and Devin all bought fake mustaches. And wore them to the uh, state championship, the state game. championship basketball game, and they all obviously look fake except for Ian's. Yeah, Ian's, Ian's was weird, kind weird. of a dusty reddish brown, yeah. and it just looked correct. <laughs> yeah. well, it looked kind of like his dad. Yeah, his dad rock used to rock a mustache. Yeah, and on Ian, it's like that, that checks that out. That works, dude. dude. You need to stick with that. That was fun. That was fun. That was when Devin was doing a stupid fucking pancake challenge. That was also when Ooh. Devin uh, did the sugar packet thing. Sugar salt. Dude, that is the funniest. Fuck. So you, the most Devin thing of all time. There was like six of us. So we took six sugar packets. We emptied out one of them and replaced it with salt. And then everybody picks one. And then everybody at the same time shoots it. The first time we just picked it in a random order. I don't know what happened. Fucking Devin gets it. Like, oh, sucks. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. And I'm like, all right, let's do it one more time. Devin, you can pick first this time yeah. so you guys, so you can have the best odds. Everybody picks again. We fucking shoot it. I was like, oh, you guys fucking with me? <laughs> and we all fucking just died because, of course. That was, yeah, that was, oh, god damn. Of that course good. that would happen to Devin. You don't need coordination to win a fight. That's what he says. That's the fucking way she goes. That's the fucking way she goes. So, it's been quite a ride with Jonathan Smith. He can go fuck himself now. Yeah, let's go Beavs, But uh, let's go Beavs, always. And uh, hold on. Before we, before we sign off, let's check one more time, see if any announcements have been made. And it's done. Trent Bray is the new Beaver head coach. Let's go. Let's go, Beavs. Yup. Every yeah, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Let's go. Let's go. Trent Bray, baby. Hopefully. Damian Martinez. Let's fucking go. Hopefully we just see a bunch of players fucking play for Bray. This is play for Bray. This is now the time to play that song I was talking about earlier. All right, Trent Bray's in. Damian Martinez is in. We don't know about anybody else, but I'm going to guess there's going to be a lot more people that we're going to be in than before. So let's go. Let's go, Beavs. Let's go, Beavs. I love the beef. That's breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. You know what that means. Schedule could be released soon. Schedule could be released soon. Keep an eye out for that, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Dash, what does he say? Football guy, just. Yeah, let's fucking go. Damian Martinez says Bray Area. Like Bay Area, I guess. Good. I'm. Good enough. I love Damian Martinez. I've got no quality Damian Martinez. Celebrate 
That's right, baby. Let's we go, Beavs. We're in the new era of Beaver football, which <laughs> is somehow going to find its way into a Power Four conference. We are so back. We are so bad. We are so bad. Fuck Jonathan Smith. We're in a new era. You were as good as dead to us. And that was back when fucking things were gay. We're more Let's back. Go. We're more back than Texas. Oh, it is time to fucking roll the Trent Bray. Let's go, Beavs. Have a good time. So true. Exactly. The new face of Beaver football. Trent Bray. We fucking made it happen. He said, fuck you, Jonathan Smith. I'm not coming to Michigan State. At Coach Bray. At Coach new Bray. Coach Bray. Let's go, baby. Jonathan Smith can fuck right off. Let's go. Good times. Come on. Oh, man. Coach Bray. Coach Bright, he, we are going to find a way out of our troubles and woes. And it's going to be the greatest. Kevin, Resurgent. I said it last year. I mean it even more as we move forward. Everything that's happening has all of the makings of the best movie of all time. You nearly make it, and then your coach leaves you. And then the true, the true coach comes in, running back stays, and all of a sudden... People go, these guys are playing with a level of intensity we have not seen. Yeah. Let's go, Beams. Our, de- our defense, we're going to be a defensive, hard-nosed football Joking team. Not. Yeah. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to play defense, and that is going to beat down every fucking bullshit, lily-ass, fucking we're just going to toss it, yeah. fucking bullshit. Spread offense, pieces, yeah. shit. We're going to beat Notre Dame. Yeah, we are. Mm, we're gonna beat Notre Dame. We're gonna beat him forty-one to nine. I'll take it. So, uh, it's a nice thing about this podcast. It never stays too, too down in the dumps because you know what? There's always a ray of sunshine, ladies and gentlemen, a bray of sunshine, and it's just waiting to shine on you, Daddy. Let's go. Trent Bray on the Jumbotron, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go, Beavs. Fuck Jonathan Smith. I'm going to stop talking about him. Yeah. Trent Bray is our coach. Fuck Jonathan. This is the last time. Fuck Jonathan Smith. Trent Bray is our guy. He believes in us when nobody else would. So did Dame. Shout out to Dame time. Let's build the Dame. Build the Dame. Let's go. Build the Dame statue. Let's go. Josh Bray, 
I don't know if there's any relation, but he says this is all just wild. Little bro, do your thing. Everybody wants you. I'm going to guess he's related. I'm going to guess too. I don't obviously have no idea, but like, let's go. Let's go. Ray. All right, let's go. Let's Beans. go, Beans. 